0: I'm Yasmin Bedabia, I am Union Springs, New York, in United States of America. You're listening to the English Sabbath School podcast, English in the Bible, Information and Transformation. Hello, hello, dear friends. I'm Mo Saina for the English Sabbath School podcast, Lesson Twelve for tuesday i said tuesday december 19th today's title mordecai's faithful witness yes he was a faithful witness but first let us pray dear heavenly father we are so grateful for the many blessings you keep on pouring down on us thank you for the bible examples people like esther mordecai that stood the test of time, and despite all the opposition, they were willing to testify about your love, power, and grace. Give us a wonderful study, guide us with your spirit, and bless us as, so that we may bless others. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you very much, Yasmin, for your kind words for my birthday and also your enjoying uh, listening to our podcast. May the Lord continue to bless you and guide you. Shine on for Jesus, girl. Well, the lesson starts with the following. Living as they were in a foreign land, sooner or later Mordecai and Esther, if they were to remain faithful to God, might have run into trouble. This certainly became the case for Mordecai. So we're invited to open our Bibles. Come on, move it, move it, move it. The question is, what happened here and why? So open your Bibles to the book of Esther, chapter 3, verses 1 through 15. I'm going to be reading from the NIV, the New International Version, but please feel free to use any translation that you prefer. The subtitle is Haman's Plot to Destroy the Jews. After these events, King Xerxes honored Haman, son of Hamedatha, the Agagite, elevating him and giving him a seat of honor higher than that of all the other nobles. All the the royal officials at the king's gate knelt down and paid honor to Haman, for the king had commanded this concerning him. But Mordecai would not kneel down or pay him honor. Then the royal officials at the king's gate asked Mordecai, Why do you disobey the king's command? Day after day they spoke to him, but he refused to comply. Therefore they told Haman about it to see whether Mordecai's behavior would be tolerated, for he had told them he was a Jew. When Haman saw that Mordecai would not kneel down or pay him honor, he was enraged. Yet, having learned who Mordecai's people were, he scorned the idea of killing only Mordecai. Mordecai's people were... Instead, Haman looked for a way to destroy all Mordecai's people, the Jews, throughout the whole kingdom of Xerxes. In the twelfth year of King Xerxes, in the first month, the month of Nisan, the poor, that is, the lot, was cast in the presence of Haman to select a day and month, and the lot fell on the twelfth month, the month of Adar. Then Haman said to King Xerxes, There is a certain people dispersed among the peoples of, in all the provinces of your kingdom who keep themselves separate. Their customs are different from those of all other people, and they do not obey the king's laws. It is not in the king's best interest to tolerate them, if it it pleases the king. Let a decree be issued to destroy them, and I will give ten thousand talents of silver to the king's administrators for the royal treasury." So the king took his Senate ring from his finger and gave it to Haman, son of Hamedatha, the Agagite, the enemy of the Jews. "'Keep the money,' the king said to Haman, and do with the people as you please. Then, on the thirteenth day of the first month, the royal secretaries were summoned. They wrote out in the script of each province and in the language of each people all Haman's orders to the king's satraps, the governors of the various provinces, and the nobles of the various peoples. These were written in the name of King Xerxes himself and sealed with his own ring. Despatches were sent by couriers to all the king's provinces with the order to destroy, kill, annihilate, all the Jews, young and old, women and children, on a single day, the 13th day of the 12th month, the month of Adar, and to plunder their goods. A copy of the text of the edict was to be issued as law in every province and made known to the people of every nationality so they would be ready for that day. The couriers went out, spurred on by the king's command, and the edict was issued in the citadel of Susa. The king and Haman sat down to drink, but the city of Susa was bewildered. So the question is, what happened here and why? In Esther, Chapter 3, we learn that King Xerxes, Ahasuerus, honored Haman and gave him a high position full of power. Everyone was told they must bow down before Haman. But we read, Mordecai would not kneel down or pay him honor. The Bible does not give the reason that Mordecai did not kneel before this man, but we know why. He is a faithful Jew. Mordecai is not willing to pay homage to a descendant of Agag, an Amalekite, enemies of his people, since the Exodus. How could a faithful Jew kneel down before an Amalekite, or for that matter, worship anyone but the Lord, opening a parenthesis here, I, I always thought it was the second reason because he would not not show homage to any person but to the Lord. He would never bow down before any other person. But here they are uh, implying that uh, Haman was a descendant of an Amalekite that was a deadly enemy of Israel. Interesting. Always living and learning. Isn't it fascinating? The lesson continues. Then the king's servants who were within the king's gate said to Mordecai, Why do you transgress the king's command? Though we don't know in detail how he responded, the next verse says that Mordecai had told them that he was a Jew. Surely, in that response, Mordecai had an opportunity to explain that as a worshipper of the God who created the heavens and the earth, he could not worship any sinful human being. No doubt Mordecai was to some degree able to witness about his faith, a faith that he adhered to strongly, that it endangered himself and, unfortunately, others. Uh, There is a quote uh, by Ellen G. White, Advent Review and Sabbath Herald, May 13th, 1884. She wrote, from Daniel and his companions and Mordecai, a bright light shone amid the moral darkness of the kingly courts of Babylon. They were shining a light, yes. When Haman wanted to destroy the Jewish people, describing them as a certain people dispersed among the peoples in all the provinces of your kingdom, who keep themselves separate. Their customs are different from those of all other people, and they do not obey the king's laws. Esther 3, 8, A people whose customs are different and who do not obey the king's laws, a perfect recipe for persecution, yes. Opening a parenthesis here, as I'm reading this description in Esther 3, verse 8, about the Jews that they kept themselves separate and their customs were different from those all of all the other people, it reminded me of today's France because France is extremely intolerant um, against differences. They, they They preach and they defend the idea of equality but equality in the sense of uniformity. They don't want any display of religious belief in public spaces, and and they kind of really despise and persecute people who stand for their religious faith. It's interesting this. I prefer America. At least there you can be whatever you want to be. For now, okay? But for now, it's way better than France. I'm telling you. Now, focus mode. The question is, What are ways, even now, that we might be tested as was Mordecai, how should we respond? Yes, because, of course, we have to be willing to compromise for different things and show respect to people and organizations and institutions. But if we are mandated or ordered to break one of God's law, uh, we are going to say, no, I'm not doing it because I am a Christian. Yes, stand up for Jesus, right? Well, this is the end of Lesson 12 for Tuesday, December 19th. I am Hussein, and for more information, please get in touch with us on Facebook, Instagram, Telegram, or WhatsApp. Tell friends about our podcast available on any podcast platform and rate us with five stars so that more people may discover us. Thank you, my friends, for listening, for sharing, and for praying with us and for us. Remember, stand up, stand up for Jesus. Ye soldiers of the cross. Joy to the world. The Lord is come.